can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and we are coming off of a game winner from Peyton Pritchard. Celtics 107, Miami Heat 105. Want to start today's podcast, per usual, going through player of the game. And I don't think you can give it to anyone besides Peyton Pritchard. With the game winner tonight. Didn't have a stellar performance. Uh, but at, at this point, you, you kind of have to do it. Rookie playing in his what ninth game. Comes in with a game winner. With .2 seconds off of a Marcus Smart miss. Uh, God, it is, a, it is an exciting, exciting game. We had a lot of ups and downs, and today's podcast will go through uh, really in two different parts per use uh, with the good in the front half and the bad in the back. Uh, we're going to go through a couple things that we need to focus on moving forward. But this is a Celtics win that all of us Celtics fans needed to see. Uh, the Celtics have been rolling. We've been playing really well since that Pistons loss. Uh, but this is a this is a good Miami Heat team, and the team that knocked us out of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. This was the revenge game that all of us have been looking forward to for quite some time. Uh, so it's great to great to come out with a big victory today, and I want to give a huge shout out to Peyton Pritchard for hitting that game winner uh, to put us over the edge. So huge, huge win for the Celtics. Uh, and as for the normal setup of the podcast, want to run through kind of the, the highlights here. If you look at the, the Celtics team, the two, the two stars, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, continued to be an absolute force. Uh, not... Not a fantastic shooting night as far as percentages go, but Tatum, 27 points, Jalen Brown, 21. And what we saw from, I'll start here with Jalen Brown. What we saw from him today was really the facilitating Jalen Brown that we haven't seen. We've seen him grow. We've seen him get better this year. First quarter alone, he had... I mean, right off the bat, two great assists for three, one to Tatum, one to Tice, both corners. And then, you know, you see him just continuing to do his thing. Uh, His mid-range is still unstoppable. And, you know, you saw him hit two clutch threes, one to tie the game with four minutes left, and then an even bigger three to go up eight with two minutes left that you would have assumed – would have solidified the game and clinched. Uh, but we unfortunately let them back in the game. And I'll talk about that in the back half of the podcast. But unbelievable game from Jalen Brown. Uh, you saw him with 21 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. And only one turnover tonight. 
Uh, so, the, I mean, the last two games, he's been up in the four or five mark on turnovers. So it's good to see him back on earth with as far as turnovers go. Uh, but you saw a really complete game from Jalen Brown. Uh, 12 rebounds, I believe that's a career high, or at least a, a season high for him, possibly career high on the rebounding numbers. So overall, really solid game for JB. Uh and then the other the other rain and Jay, Jason Tatum. 27 points. Third quarter was absolutely cooking. And I, I just I don't I don't know if he missed in the third quarter. Uh he got really hot early and had just an unbelievable third quarter. Uh really nice baseline where he blow blew past Tyler Hero for a huge poster dunk on uh, I believe it was Olenek. And then you just saw him have a, a massive step back three against Bam late in the game too, where he got off of a off of an ISO situation. So you know, two really, really strong performances from, you know, our our duo. Ended the night with 48 total points. A little bit shy of where I'd like to see them on the on the season, uh, but we saw pretty pretty solid contributions from the team here as well. Uh, the other guy that I, I really want to highlight is Daniel Tice. Uh, I've talked about it in a couple of the episodes here, and you know we're going to continue to monitor the two big lineup today. Again, did not play so well. Uh, they gave up a. You know, an eight-point third quarter, eight-point halftime lead in a matter of four minutes. Uh, they were up 15 points, and they gave it up in a matter of, I think, eight minutes. So, you know, the two-big lineup proved to not work again. Uh, but Daniel Tice played a really solid game. Had seven points uh, really early on. And a block. And then, uh, personally, I think he's starting to figure out his role with the team. I talked about this, like, moving from a true five into the more of a power forward role. It's a big adjustment for a guy like Tice. And I talked about it in the last episode. It's it's not just a, a position change and seeing who he's playing defensively, but you're playing the game completely different. You know, the parts of the game that he excels in is, you know, screening and sealing. I This is the first time that we've seen a successful seal uh, off of a Tatum drive, and it led to two big free throws for Tatum in the fourth quarter. So, you know, you see Tice kind of starting to figure out how to space the floor when he's not playing the five. Uh, I still think he plays his best minutes when he's the only big on the floor. I mean, you saw when Grant was out there and it was Grant and Tice. That was the that was the lineup that they went with uh, down the stretch here, and you know they played really well together. We'll get into Grant next because he had a phenomenal game. Uh, but Tice is doing is doing things right. You know, he was six eleven for today. Uh, 13 points, five rebounds, and a pretty big block. Uh, so overall, it was a solid. It was a solid night for him. It was a solid night for Tice. 
and you know he's been getting a lot of backlash and you know some of it's warranted some of it I don't personally think is uh but overall, it's it's good to see him trying to to figure that out. It's two games in a row where, you know, he's played pretty well. I think he's he's getting the hang of the four. Uh, but it's something again that we'll talk about at the end of the podcast. I still think that there's there they need to switch out of that. You saw it today, uh, you know, in the third quarter again, which kills me that it's always the third quarter, but. You know, it's it is what it is. Uh, the other big that played really well tonight was Grant Williams. I I was debating on giving him player of the game tonight. Uh, I think I mean he ended the night with a team high plus eight and plus minus. Jason Tatum right behind him with plus seven, but you saw him absolutely like body up, bam. And he did a lot of things right. He had a he had a couple of great drives, alley oop to Thompson. Um, I think he blocked Precious, who has a couple inches on him. Uh, Precious Achua, uh, and he just he re- played really well on the defensive end the entire game. He had a big corner three off of Tatum assist, uh, awesome offensive rebound and put in after the the Pritchard miss uh, at basically at the buzzer to end the third. Similar to what Pritchard did to end the game, I guess. Um, but he just, he played really well. He played really well. You saw him with uh, two, two offensive, three offensive rebounds tonight. So, you know, it's a, it's a game where you just, you got to be happy with everything you saw from him. You know, didn't put up stellar, stellar stats. I mean, five points. But the guy had six rebounds, three of them offensive, two steals, and a block. And he bodied up Bam. You know, if you look at Bam last year, he torched us in the playoffs. Uh, tonight, 15 points. He did everything else. He had 10 assists and eight rebounds, uh, but 15 points. And I think a, a lot of that I'm going to attribute to Grant Williams. He bodied him up a, a good portion of tonight. Uh, Grant ended with 28, 28 minutes, which is a, a bench high. So two solid back-to-back games for Grant, and it's it's good to see. It's really good to see. Um, the other guy that I, I want to talk about here is Pritchard. I mean, obviously we've we've talked about the the awesome putback to end the game, but Pritchard Pritchard does the things that. You know this Celtics team really needs from a bench role. You see, you just see him move the ball so well, and him and Robert Williams, which we'll get to, are going to become best friends by the end of this. Because when Pritchard and Time Lord go in, they have some sort of connection that we have not seen in a really long time. You know, it is, it is, it's back to like Lob City days. You know the guy is he's relentless with the ball. He doesn't he doesn't give up his dribble. And you know you saw a couple really great drive and dumps to Time Lord. Uh I think it was two or three of his four assists were to Time Lord. Pretty late in the game too, which is good to see. Um 
And then he also had that unbelievable spin move uh, against Dragic for one of the layups as well. So he's doing everything right. He's doing absolutely everything right. You see him battling everywhere. I mean, he had two offensive rebounds at the very end of the game just off of his misses. Never mind the the game winner that he had as well. But, you know, he ended the night with four offensive rebounds. You know, this this kid is tiny. He, he's the smallest guy on the court <laughs> on for both of these teams. And he's just going out and he's battling. And it's one of the things that, you know, we love about Smart. Uh, we're getting another guy that kind of goes in and does that. Except he's a better shooter than Marcus Smart. So <laughs> well, I think it's a it's another solid, solid game for Pritchard. Um I guess moving into you know, Marcus Smart, it's not not his best game. Uh you saw him, he was one of the only ones that was aggressive towards the end. Whether or not that's warranted, I don't know. Uh the shot that he took at the very end of the game that was blocked by Bam with 30 seconds left. I don't really know that I agree with that play call. I guess it wasn't even a play call, but I don't, I don't agree with that decision by Marcus Smart. It all worked out. Uh, end of the night with nine points, six assists. The bad part was the end of three of 10. So shot selection for the most part was not great and something we'll talk about in the the back half here but you know overall pretty solid game you know we saw some minutes from Shemi and we also saw some minutes from Carson Edwards Carson I'm super surprised about uh you know, he sprint sprint the floor twice for two layups off of, you know, pretty good assist from JB and Pritchard. Uh, but the guy that surprised me was Shemi. You know, this is a game where, you know, I kind of expected a guy like Shemi to go out and get a little bit more minutes and potentially compete against Bam. Grant played really well, and that's probably the reason that we didn't see Shemi. Shemi might be a little undersized to cover a guy like Bam. But after last game, you know, I was kind of expecting to see a little bit more of him. Uh, so that kind of that surprised me, only 13 minutes. He played pretty well, though. You know, he's he hit that one corner three. I think it was Dragic covering him as time, as time expired. Very heavily contested shot. Uh, but then he took another three, got his own rebound, and got the basket after so you I mean you see a lot of a lot of good things from this bench today uh you know overall end of the night you know pretty solid on the defensive end held the heat to 105 they haven't been very consistent offensively this year uh but this is this is a good team you know similar to similar to what I said against the Raptors last game this is not a three and four type team. Like both the Raptors and the Heat, they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Especially the Heat. Like they're they're too good not to. So it's good it's good to see. Uh 
you know, the Celtics come out with this, I know there are going to be a lot of Celtics fans that are going to freak out saying, why is it taking us a final last second tip-in shot from Pritchard to win a game? And while some of that's valid, I mean, it's the game of basketball. It happens every week. Like every week there's some team that does this. You know, I would like the Celtics to be a little bit more consistent. I mean, the third quarters still kill us. Uh, But overall, I mean, it's it's something that that can be buttoned up and – you know, a win is a win at this point. It's a shorter season. Every win counts at this point. Uh, so take it, take it with a grain of salt. I mean, overall, this is a it's a, it's a really good win. It's a really good win. Uh, I guess I want to move into some of the negatives and talk about some of the areas of opportunity because I think there are a lot looking at this game. Uh, before we do so, do want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for my new favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, What I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15. That's CELTICSTAKE15 for 15% off your order. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back for the second half of today's podcast. I want to talk through some of the negative parts of today uh, and really some areas of improvement that the Celtics uh, still need to focus on. Again, a lot of these areas of improvement are you know, pretty consistent with what we've seen so far this year. But uh, for starters, you know, the first quarter – the Heat were 9 of 11 from the line. The Celtics were 1 of 2. Right? Overall in the game, the Heat were 22 of 26. The Celtics were 11 of 12. So that's 11 more points for the Heat than the Celtics from the free throw line. And you know, it's something that it's something that the Celtics need to be more aggressive with. We didn't see a ton of it from our stars again. Tatum got to the line, two of two. Uh, Jalen Brown was two of two. But we need both of those guys to be more consistent driving and drawing contact. More so Tatum than Brown because I think a lot of Brown's game is that kind of free throw, mid-range type shot. But Tatum is very very capable of getting to the line and drawing you know eight ten free throws a game we saw it last game uh so that's a for me it's a huge thing you know we had what was like a 15 17 point lead 
And then we went on a three or four minutes stretch late in the second where we had, you know, three, four turnovers, a uh, couple missed rotations on the defensive end and got outscored 7-0. You know, and we also went through f- like five minutes, I think it was, where we didn't get a single point. So we still have a lot of these lapses and it's something that once playoffs do come around, you're not going to be able to do that on a consistent basis and hope to get bailed out. You know, the big the big thing for me, you know, and I don't I don't want to even talk about the the Marcus Smart foul at the end of the half. I mean that gave them an extra 2 points. That to me, I don't think Marcus Smart's ever going to do again. He very rarely does it. I think that's probably the first time I've seen it. But what we need to avoid is significant stretches where we don't have assists. You saw in the first quarter alone, I want to say, I mean, Jalen Brown, I believe, had four assists. The Celtics had 11 total off of, I believe it was 20 shots or 20 makes. And, you know, by the time the fourth quarter came around, we had like 15. So we went like two quarters with four or five assists. We saw them pick that up a lot in the fourth uh, and things started to turn around. Go figure. But we have a lot of these stretches where, you know, we're trying to play hero ball and it just hurts our offense. We have such a a dynamic team as far as shot makers when we well with certain lineups. But with Tatum and Jalen Brown in the game, whether or not you go with Biggs or you go with a guy like Shemi or Grant that do stretch the floor, there are always options to kick the ball out. Like there are always options. Pritchard's been helping with that too. But we need we need games where we're getting closer to 25 to 30 assists. And tonight wasn't one of them. We ended with 22, so we kind of finished the game strong, but we started the game really strong. And then the middle of the game just fell apart. And if you look at if you look at the quarter by quarter scoring, it pretty much matches up with that. End of quarter one, 34-26. We outscored them by eight, right? And then 19-19, so scoring went significantly down in the second as a a five-minute stretch of zero points will do. Uh, But then third quarter, outscored by eight, and then started to turn things on again. Outscored them by two in the fourth. The Celtics play better basketball when the ball moves. And that's, I mean, that's not just a Celtics thing. That's a basketball thing, right? That's not something that is, you know, mind-blowing to an actual basketball fan. That's something that everyone knows. The Celtics have a lot of, a lot of talent on this team. If we can take advantage of that, this team is light years ahead of most teams in the NBA. So 
I mean, it's one of the things that I'm looking for a change in. You know, if I after after this game against the Heat, I'm thrilled that we came out with the victory and did what we did. But if I were to chalk up like my top three things, top three things that need to change, it's assist numbers, it's consistency of getting to the line. We just we need to end the game with more than twelve free throws. And I've said this before, Tatum needs to be around six. And that's really not that much. It's being fouled three times on shots if he misses, right? So it's, you know, consistency on that end. And really, I would say the third one is just defensive consistency. You know, we've got a couple of times where, you know, we're missing rotations, teams like, you know, teams like Miami that stretch the floor well, our bigs just aren't getting out to the wing to contest threes. And, you know, it's it's nice to say I want to see consistency on the defensive end and getting out to threes, contesting them. It's another to actually do it. If we go with this two-big lineup, it makes that really challenging to do. You know, tonight wasn't wasn't the worst that they've played together. It wasn't great either, but I mean, we outscored them 56 to 40 in the paint. This isn't a team that goes in the paint very often. Uh but it's something that again, you really need to you need to contest a lot of these shots around the perimeter. And that's that's something that we weren't really doing today. So, you know, those are those are really my three things that the Celtics need to change moving forward. For them to continue to, you know, get into that top tier status within the entire within the entire NBA. So I don't know. It's it's a long season. We've still got a lot more games going, uh, and we've got a we've got a game against the Wizards coming up. That hopefully we see a Celtics team like the one we saw tonight, uh, and we don't play down to our competition, which is another thing that we see a lot of. So that's those are really the three big things that I'm looking for. I did have one other topic that. I wanted to talk about, and I'll probably continue to talk about this throughout the season with some guests because I think this is a fun. I think this is a fun topic of conversation. We've seen a lot of talk about potential expansion teams within the NBA, and talking about adding two additional, two additional teams. And I want to start this as a conversation now, and I'll tweet it out after, and I want to hear everyone else's thoughts, and I can kind of continue this throughout the season but if you were to protect eight players on the team who would it be i think it's pretty obvious to to start here you've got jalen you've got jason right i would say smart is right there peyton pritchard is right there so there's four if you look at our big situation, 
you're probably only going to save one of them. Probably going to go with Robert Williams. All right, so now we're at five. Now we've got a guy like Kemba, who's getting paid a lot of money, and you don't know what he's going to do when he comes back. I'm going to put him in the mix anyway. So now we're at six. Looking at the rest of this lineup, where do you where do you go from there? Do you go with a guy like Grant Williams? Do you go with a guy like Shemi? Then you've also got Romeo. So that's going to be a fun topic of conversation. I will I will post this on my Twitter, but I'm pretty curious as to as to what everyone thinks. So if you don't already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, because I'm curious. I wanna I wanna hear your thoughts on this. This is something that I'm gonna continue to to talk about the rest of the season. Probably not so much in the podcast, but I thought it was I thought it was an interesting conversation piece. Uh, and it's something that I've heard a lot of other people talk about. And there will be an expansion draft at some point if this expansion happens. Uh, and all signs kind of point to yes at this point. And kind of makes sense. The NBA lost a lot of revenue last year with you know the bubble and not having fans and continuing this year. So uh, any way that they can have some owners you know pay a shitload of money to buy in... I think they'll take advantage of. So, again, on Twitter, follow me at NBA Celtics Guy, and we can have that conversation there. Uh, for all, for everyone that's continued to follow along with this podcast journey, I appreciate you. If this is your first time listening, make sure to follow, rate, review. Uh, we've got a. We've got an exciting season coming forward and it, it's going to be it's going to be a fun a fun podcast to do. If anyone wants to join, wants to be a guest or even just has, you know, topics of conversation that they want to bring up, feel free to reach out. You know, I'm more than happy to have some guests on here. I love talking to people. It's a lot more fun than talking to myself. Uh so hopefully we've got some some good guests lined up. Uh, we did have a guest lined up for today, and unfortunately, it didn't didn't happen due to the whole DC, I guess, fiasco. Uh, so prayers go out to to everyone that's been affected by that. Uh, hopefully, this doesn't continue. Uh, seems a little childish to me, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about politics here. So that's what we got. Uh, very, very good Celtics win tonight and looking forward to, you know, what should be a slightly easier challenge, uh, against the Wizards coming up here. So make sure to tune in again, rate, review, and we'll talk to you soon.